Welcome, crime freaks. Uh, I'm your host, Britt. And this is Carrie. And this is going to be a spooky one. Uh, we have some spooky listener tales along with a few of our own personal spooky stories. So we hope you enjoy this. So I'll go first. Um, mine was when I was about 10 and my sister was about seven. We spent the night with my grandma and she lived behind our middle school in like a, a trailer park. And it was a single wide trailer, very small. But very cute. Yeah, it was cute. But you could hear from one end to the other. So we spent the night and we went to sleep on the couch for whatever reason. I'm not sure. There was an extra bedroom, but uh, we were <laughs> sleeping on the couch. kid doesn't love to sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, we were probably watching TV or something. I don't really remember. But I remember waking up around 3 or 4 a.m., And they're just being loud noises in the kitchen to the right of us, like chairs scooting in and out. And it sounded like the entire dish strainer had fallen into the floor and like dishes went everywhere. That's what it sounded like. And my sister heard this too. She woke up. So she experienced this with me. So she heard it. And me being the older, braver sister, I thought, you know, I would (laughs) jump up and run in there and see what was up. Uh, which is dumb, but I jump up and I run in there. It's called white girl syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My, my 10 year old self just running in there and it wasn't like a light switch that you flip on. It was a knob that you turned. It was like a dimmer Mm. switch. I remember that. So I remember turning the knob full blast and just walking into the kitchen and looking literally nothing was out of place. Hmm. nothing everything was like all the dishes were in the in the drainer the chairs were pushed in at the table nothing was out of place didn't see anybody in there so you know obviously we were very freaked out like what's going on yeah so we were very scared I left the light on ran (laughs) back to the couch and dove under the covers and my sister and I we like shivered and like and basically, we were so scared that we just stayed under the cover until we fell back asleep. Um, and to this day, like, my sister won't talk about that experience <laughs> because she gets super freaked out about anything paranormal, which I do, too. I'm, like, fascinated by it, but I'm also very terrified. So after after all this and I'm driving home in the dark, I'll probably <laughs> pee my pants. <laughs> I told you you could just stay here. I might just stay here <laughs> so I don't have to drive. Yeah, we both experienced it. So I know it wasn't a dream. Right. And I know that we weren't crazy. Like it happened. So yeah, it happened. I do believe that there's stuff that happens that we can't explain. I mean, do I think it was a ghost? I don't know. I don't know what really happened. But um, as I got older, You know, I heard stories of other experiences that other people had in that same trailer. My grandparents would hear footsteps up and down the hallway, doors slamming, and, you know, all the typical ghosty stuff. Yeah, that's just one of my experiences. I have a couple more. But for me, that was, like, the most, like, profound, I guess. Right. Because someone else experienced it with me. That one really stuck with you. Yeah. Because I was like, I know that it happened. Right. And every time I drive by that area, like, I get this weird feeling, like, there's something there. There's some presence there. Right. Who knows? It could have been, like, over top of a graveyard or something that, mm-hmm. you know, super weird. And then another, like, weird 
experience was actually the house that I live in now. My grandpa built. So at the time, no one had died in that house. Right. But when I was little, I would always hear my name being called. Like I'd be in the back end of the house and I would think that my grandma said my name. So I'd come flying down the hall and I'd say, yeah, I'm here. What is it? And she would say, I didn't yell for you. Like, what, what are you doing? I didn't yell for you. So I don't know if she was, like, fucking with me, you know, just to scare me. No, I don't think she was because I've been in that house a thousand times and I heard my name several times. Yeah. So. And nobody else would even be there. Yeah. So that has happened a number of times. Mm-hmm. Like, even as an adult, I've heard my name being called. And it's always a woman's voice, mm-hmm. which is weird. My granny did die in that house. And my papa died in the house, but this happened before they died in the house. Right. So who knows what's what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a few listener tales, so I'm going to read them to you. Okay. And um, these are all anonymous, so okay. we do not know who sends them in. Well, I do, but <laughs> can't tell you all. <laughs> um, so if you do want to send in a spooky story or anything, uh, it can be anonymous, and we won't say who you are. Okay, this one says, I was sitting on my deck with all the porch lights off. It was a new moon, so it was completely dark. I was smoking a cigarette and swinging on the porch swing when there were three loud knocks at the front door near where I was sitting. None of the motion lights turned on. Never heard anyone come up the steps. The dogs never barked. Nothing. I turned the flashlight on my phone and said, yeah. And I caught a glimpse of what I thought was a man running down the steps. No sight of them after that initial glimpse. They literally just disappeared into the dark. None of the motion lights ever came on, and we never heard or saw anything else after that night. So that's creepy. That is creepy. Especially if, like, the motion sensor didn't come on yeah. or the dogs. Yeah, if it was a person, you would think that the motion detector oh, would Oh, yeah, absolutely. Up. Or even the dogs would freak out. Yeah, definitely. I know my dog would be. Oh, yeah. Mine, too. <laughs> um... So, yeah, that's that's spooky. Like, what was that? Yeah. Creepy. While you're doing that, I'll tell the Brady story. Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we were living, um, me and my son were living downtown or down in High Bottom. And um, he was uh, three years old. So, he was playing in his bedroom while I was washing dishes. And he comes to me and he says, Mommy, the man outside my window wants to come in and play. Ooh. And I was like. <laughs> Don't like that. Well, there's a lot of druggies in our area, so I thought, "Hmm, guess I got to kill somebody today. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. But instead, I was like, all right, let's go see what's happening. So I dry my hands and I go in his room and I look out the window and there's nobody outside. And just for reference, there are three really big bushes that are like, one is directly in front of my son's bedroom window and there's two beside of it that actually touch that bush. And they're really pokey. Like, you can't even stick a hand in there, and they're really big. Um, <laughs> so, there's no way that anybody's going to be, like, standing inside this bush. Just hanging <laughs> like out there. They're not going to be standing inside <laughs> this bush. Um, but I was like, baby, there's nobody there. Just play and let mommy finish cleaning up the kitchen. So, I go back in there, and I'm finishing up the dishes. And he comes back in, and he's like, mommy, the man really wants to come in and play. And he says he can't come in unless you say that he can't. Oh, I was no. like, mm-hmm. Unless you invite him in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not inviting anything or anyone into this house. Yikes. So I was turning back around and I steer him back to the bedroom. And I said, baby, there's nobody out here. You need to just quit with the imagination. And he said, mommy, him standing right there. You know, oh, three-year-old no. speak for it. He's standing right there. 
And I was like, baby, there's nobody there. And she, he said, mommy, him looking at you. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? No, you're not invited in. You can't come in this house. You're not welcome. You need to leave. And I go to pull the um, the blind down. And it was one of the, uh, the roll-up kind. Mm-hmm. And when I pull it down, it just rolls straight back up as fast as it could roll. Oh. Like, it normally didn't do that, but it did that time. So I steered him out of the room, and I was like, why don't you play in the living room for a little while? But, of course, he's a three-year-old boy, and he's going to do what he wants. Right. <laughs> so he goes back to his room with his toys, and he comes back in, and he's like, Mommy, he's still there. So, of course, I go back in, and I look out the window, and I was like, Bobby, there's nobody there, I promise. And he said, no, Mom, he's by the he's by the fence now. He's, he's by the fence. And I was like, well, good, then maybe he'll leave. <laughs> and then I... finally he says, Mommy, he went through the fence. He went through it. He went through the fence. He went through it. I was like, he went through the fence. And he was like, yeah, Mommy, he went through the fence. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> well, he can keep on going. I was like, he just needs to, he, I hope he doesn't come back. <laughs> and, um... So I never invited this whatever into my house, obviously. Yeah, you never want to do that. And <laughs> that's a very bad choice. And um, I had been trying to get him to learn to sleep in his own bed. <laughs> but that night I was like, hey, you want to sleep with mommy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that was more for him or for me. <laughs> uh, probably for you. <laughs> <sighs> okay, you can go ahead with yours. Okay. Your, uh, so did he ever see this man again? Um He never actually said it was the same one, but he would occasionally say that he saw somebody by the tree. Oh, yikes. When he looked out the window. And that happened to be the same place that he pointed at when he said the man went fruit offense. Fruit offense. Okay, yeah. Ooh. So. That really reminds me of the Vampire Diaries when, like, they you have to invite the vampire in. Yeah. Or they can't come in. Yeah. And he said that the man was wearing a black hat, but not like a, not like a baseball hat, I guess. Because, like, the way he was describing it, that's what it sounded like to me. And I was like, okay. That's a little weird. <laughs> but yikes. Okay. Yeah. That one's creepy. Okay, here is another listener tale. When I was pregnant with my second child, I suffered from very bad sleep paralysis. Yikes, that is terrifying. One night, about a month before I had her, I woke up to what was a man talking to me. He had a really raspy voice, and he just talked and talked for what seemed like forever. No, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what was he talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I started panicking and told myself I needed to remember what he was saying. I was trying to reach out my, out to my husband for help, and he finally, and then it finally just broke, and he stopped talking. I tried going back to sleep, but every time I doze off, I would hear him laughing at different parts of my bedroom. Finally, I fell asleep for good, but don't remember anything he said to me. All I remember was the panic. That is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Um, I know several people who suffer from sleep paralysis. And I've actually... I was going to say, if you have never been through sleep paralysis... Yes. I've experienced it. (laughs) So have I. And it's probably the most terrifying thing to happen. Once in high... When I was in high school. And then maybe probably eight years ago or so I did. And it's really scary because you can't move. You can't... Oh, I know. Do anything. And whatever's happening around you is really in your mind, but... Or is it? Or you hope it is. <laughs> I hope it is. But, yeah, for her to not remember what it was saying, that's creepy. Like, I would want to know like, what yeah. it was saying. Especially since something in her was like, remember what he's saying. Yeah, if you're, like, awake enough or not awake enough to think, like, oh, I have to remember what this is saying yes. for when I wake up. Yes. But maybe she really was awake. Who knows? Right. That's what's creepy about it. I know. Um, my sister suffers from that. Oh, it's pretty scary. 
Okay, here is another listener tale. This one's a little creepy. One night I was, when I was still with my ex-husband, I had stayed up all night talking to a friend on the phone. He got up for work and of course I was still awake. He asked me why I was awake so early and I told him that I had never went to bed and that he, he insisted that I had come to bed and that I had gotten bed with him around midnight and my hair was wet because I had just got out of the shower when in fact I had never taken a shower that night and I had never gotten to bed. So, what got in the bed with him? Yeah. And why was its hair wet? Oh, I hope it was a dog. Like, (laughs) I instantly think of, uh, what's that thing that crawled out of the well? Oh, from the ring? Yes. Yeah. That's what I envision. That's, oh, like getting in bed with him. Oh. Could you imagine that? I don't like it. What if he had woke up? Oh, God. (laughs) I don't like it. Like, what if he had rolled over and tried to, like snuggle up (laughs) oh um i've had similar like experiences like being in bed and like thinking that the cat or the dog had jumped up on the bed Mm -hmm. you know the little footprints yes you can kind of feel them and being like oh yeah that's um that's the cat or that's the dog and then leaning up and looking and they're nowhere in sight yes i've done that too so that's freaky it's like did it happen or did it not since robert's been working there's been not that I'll be asleep and I'll feel somebody get in the bed with me and I'll think it's, you know, maybe Shaylee has had a bad dream and she's Mm -hmm. come in there with me and I'll roll over and there's nobody there. Yeah, no, I'm out. And (laughs) (laughs) like, there's no indention in the bed. There's no moving of the covers. Creepier. (laughs) If that happened, I'd be in there in Shaylee's bed or I would actually be on my way to your house to sleep with you and Josh in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with me, Josh, and Peyton in the bed. Yes. We're, we're just all going to snuggle up in the bed. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, the same thing had happened in the house that I live in. Um, my grandparents lived in that house. And when my grandma was going through, um, she had lung cancer. So when she was going through treatments, she didn't feel like getting in the bed. She would sleep on the couch. So one night, my papa was asleep in the bed in their bedroom. And he said that he felt her get in the bed, like lift up the covers, get in and like snuggle up to him. So the next, oh, and actually whatever it was, pulled the cover off of him, Hmm. you know, and he just was like, whatever, you know, she can have the cover, (laughs) you know. And the next morning he was like, why why did you pull the cover off of me? You know, rude. (laughs) (laughs) And she insisted that she had never come to bed, that she slept on the couch. Hmm. And it was really weird because that day that that happened, that was the anniversary of when um, his brother had died. Oh. When his younger brother had died, like, years prior. So it was the anniversary of that. So we always, like, say, like, oh, well, that must have been your brother, you know. Yeah. So that was super creepy. And it, it's even more creepy is because it happened in the house that I live in now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel scared in my house at all, but when I'm there alone, all by myself, like, I get, like, a weird uneasiness, mm-hmm. but I think that's just because I'm chicken shit anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be home alone anyways. So, that adds to my panic and anxiety, mm-hmm. but, um, so I don't feel threatened in my home. Yeah. But it's just, just weird. Just a weird uncomfortableness. It's weird. Yeah. And Josh doesn't believe in anything paranormal whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Nothing. He's one of those, you know, everything has an explanation. 
So I'm just waiting for the day that something scares the shit out of so me. So he, you're telling, he's one of those that would totally move into a house that everybody's like, don't do it, it's yes. haunted. And he'd be yes. like, no, nah, it's good. He believes it's all rubbish. Yeah. Well, let him know that I saw that the um, one of the horror movie films was filmed about it. Anyways, well, that house was on sale. <laughs> The Conjuring sale. House? Yes, The Conjuring House. Oh, yeah. Let him know The Conjuring House was up for sale. He can just go by there. Do you know they're doing a live stream? Actually, I think the 27th. That family is going back there, and they're going to live stream it. That's dumb. Yes, so... I'm not even that wide, and I glow in the dark. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's the Parrish family. They're, um... The kids are going back to the house. Hmm. Which I read that on Facebook, so we'll we'll see if that's true. But that's it's crazy. That might not be a good thing. No, it's not. Um, so I don't know if I want to watch that live stream or not. I mean, I want to watch it. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe we'll watch it together. That'd be nice. Hey, do you remember when we were in kindergarten? The blue the house, the creepy house. Yes, yes. Okay, I think it's only fitting that we're doing this now. <laughs> that we have. Yeah, I was going to mention talking about um, talking about that house. because. We used to scare the crap out of everybody in kindergarten talking yeah. about that house. Yeah, we were like five and we were like obsessed with this creepy ass house across the street yeah. from our that playground is now a, at our school. It's now a parking lot, but still. Yeah. You could see it from our kindergarten classroom. Yeah. Like from the window. And sometimes during like free playtime in the class, me and Britta would just go to the window and start making up creepy ass stories. Yeah. And we would be like, yeah, when you turn the water on, it's really blood that comes out. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there's that. there's skeletons in the closet. Skeletons in the closet. And yeah. <laughs> like, we were so weird at yeah. five. And we were like, yeah, there's a witch that lives in the attic. <laughs> and, like, I so don't we know were destined you... to do this. Yes. Like, I'm sure you remember Kyle Harmon, and I'm sure a lot of people, that yes. if they went to school with us, they remember him too. Yes. But, oh my gosh, he was so into it. He was just like, really? Really? You <laughs> yes. really think there's a witch in the attic? And I was like, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's absolutely a witch in the attic. Don't you know that the when you turn the water on, there's blood that comes out instead of water? Yeah. And you'd look in the window and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I saw a face in the window. Yeah. So we got like all the other kids being like, oh my gosh, I saw a face. Which I, I don't know if it was, was it a vacant house or did people actually live there? I legit don't know. There could have actually been a person standing there. I don't there know. could have been. I don't know. But, but I, I mean, just we knew were five. I thought it was a creepy ass looking house. And so. I decided it was haunted. And you decided it was haunted. So from then on, it was haunted. So, I mean, that started our <laughs> fascination for the paranormal. Yeah. And the creepy. Well, according to my mom, it's my dad's fault. Oh, okay. Uh, she says he warped my brain. Oh, well. Because from as long back as I can remember, I've watched every scary, scary movie, movie and. <laughs> Twilight Zone and all I mean of I like scary movies but I won't watch them alone. Oh I know we used to watch Scream in the same uh, recliner. Yes, and Josh <laughs> won't watch any scary movie because he's like they're not scary, so he won't watch them with well, me. How does he know they're not scary if he doesn't watch them? He's like oh that all oh, that's fake. Okay, which well, yeah, watch, watch yeah. the fakeness with me. Exactly, all movies are fake. Exactly, but no, he won't. They didn't really blow that bus up. That was like <laughs> they pushed a button somewhere off exactly. camera and it went. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. We have one more uh, listener tale for you. In my current home I live in now, we have had some strange things happen. Enough that I decided to have a medium come. Ooh. Ooh. She went into what was a small spare bedroom down in the basement and started crying and said she felt overwhelming sadness and couldn't even bear to be in that room. Oh, God. Ooh, that's creepy. 
Months passed by and the basement actually flooded due to heavy rain, so we had to clear everything out of the basement and we found a box from the previous owner who had apparently died at a very young age, leaving behind two small boys. And after tearing out the sheetrock, we also found a grave marker. Oh my God. What? However, the marker was completely unrelated to the box of belongings we found. We do not know how or when this grave marker somehow got blocked in with sheetrock and insulation, mm. but the date of death was early 1960s. Hmm, that's really weird. It's very weird. I wonder what else the medium said. I need more I to the story. Too. Like, I need to know whose name was on the marker. Yeah. And whose name was in the stuff in the box? Like, I want to know, did she die in that house? Like, what happened? Yeah, what happened to the previous owner? How did she pass away? So, if you're what listening to the two children, <laughs> you wrote this, um, send us more info, please. We're extremely nosy. Yes. If you don't want us to talk about it on our podcast, then we won't. We just want to know. Yeah, we just want to know. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure if this lines up with the creepy stories that we're talking about, but my daughter, kids are apparently just super weird at three. Yeah, they're weird. Three's a weird age. Three, it's, it's a gateway. <laughs> yeah. I really am worried about it. Peyton will be three next year, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, you can, you're, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, my daughter was three. She let me know about the time she died. Yikes. <laughs> um, we were driving down the road and I was turning the radio up and I was just messing with her and Brady and I was just, you know, turning it up and down, up and down, up and down. Just, you know, typical mm -hmm. things, just yeah. aggravating my children. And, um, <laughs> she goes, mom, could you please stop that? I died like that once. I was Yikes. like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> What do you mean you died like that once? Yeah, that's not creepy at all. And she's <laughs> like, she said, yeah, I died like that once. So I just kind of was like, okay. And I just kind of let it go for a little bit. And we mm -hmm. got back, we got back home and I'll ask her, I was like, okay, so in the car, you said you died like that once, like turning up the radio, you died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she like, was like, please elaborate. Yeah. I was like, can you tell me more about this? <laughs> and she was like, no, mom. She said back before I was your little girl. I was a grown-up. Oh, my. I was like, okay, that's not weird at all. Um, she said, I was a grown-up, and I was driving my car. She said, and I was changing the radio station, but she didn't, like, push buttons. Like, she was turning a knob. Like, she was like showing an me older with, car. Yeah, she was showing me with her hand, like, she was turning a knob to change the radio station. And she's never been in a car that you have to turn a knob to change the radio station. Right. Um, she said, I was trying to find a good radio station. She said, and I come around a curve, and I didn't see it. She said, and so I didn't take the curve. I was like, what kind of three-year-old says I didn't take the curve? It, yeah. <laughs> she says, I didn't take the curve. She said, I went over the hill. She said, and I went through the glass. Yikes. And I was like, what do you mean you went through the glass? She said, the windshield, mom. I went through the windshield. And I said, well, why weren't you wearing a seatbelt? She said, because when I was a grown-up before, we didn't have to wear seatbelts. Oh. I was like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like they didn't. Like, yeah. And she said, and seatbelts then didn't even come from up here. And she was pointing at her shoulder. Like the shoulder strap. Yeah. It, she said seatbelts then didn't have the, didn't come from up here, like the shoulder strap part. It was just the, the lap, lap belt, belt portion. And she said, and nobody wore their seatbelts. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Was, and she said that she went through the windshield and that she got all scraped up 
and that, and she put her hand on the back of her neck and she said, and, um, she said, I really hurt my neck and my head. She said, that's what killed me was from hitting my, my neck and my head. Mm. And I was like, um, head injury. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. And like, how does a three-year-old know to say that? Yeah. I was like, how would you know that, like, hitting the base of your skull would kill you kill at you. three? Exactly. <laughs> but apparently, she knew. That's super <laughs> weird. Like, I don't want to think. I believe in reincarnation. I know I don't either, but some of these kids... But some of the stories that you hear, it's, like, really weird and, like, convincing. Like, I yeah. can... Like, if you ask her about it now, she literally has no clue. Doesn't remember. The yeah. older she got, the less and less that she remembered it. And now so she doesn't remember it at all. She's weird. not. Like, either either it's real and it happened, or it almost makes me wonder, like, are there spirits, like, telling her to say stuff like this? Telling yeah. kids to say, say this creepy shit to freak us out? Or, like... To, to mess with us? Yeah, or being like, hey, this is how I died. Tell her you died like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's scare mom shitless. Let's no, I don't like it. No. I don't like it. Oh, well, that that brings me to um to Bailey's story. So, she was three, about two or three. See, I told you, it's three. Yeah. <laughs> she was like three, maybe going on four, I'm not sure. But we were laying in bed, and at this time, I uh, lived with my parents. Um, I just got divorced from my first husband. Mm-hmm. So, we were in the back bedroom. That was our bedroom. And she, I had to work the next morning, so I was like, okay, Bailey, you have to lay down, go to sleep. And she's like, I don't want to go to sleep. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because the little boy will come in here and want to play. And I'm like, no, no, what, what little boy? Like, I didn't even want to know what little boy. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I don't even want to know. Just tell him to go away. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's bedtime. He's not allowed to play with you right now. Sorry. Mm So, that always freaked me out. Yeah. And in that bedroom specifically, I just always had, like, a weird feeling in that room. Yeah. So, yeah, kids are creeping, especially around three. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, three years is... And I, I do think bad. that kids can see things that we can't. I do, too. Like, like I, small I children. sense things and see things. Yeah. Because they're, they're innocent. They have an innocence about mm-hmm. them, which is weird. But... Mm-hmm. Anyways, we hope that you enjoyed this uh, spooky version of Crime Freaks, and we hope you keep listening. And if you have any spooky tales you want to send to us, um, you can email us at crimefreakspodcast at gmail.com, and we will be back next week. And don't forget to tune in next week, because I think I've got us a great one. Oh, good. I'm excited. <laughs> Bye. Bye.